Small Town Nerdcast. I am your host, Brian, a.k.a. Bri-Fi the Comics Guy. And, man, it's just, it's been another week. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. And this week, I have been spending most of my time playing the new Pokemon game. I have Pokemon Violet. I know Pokemon Scarlet is out there. Funny, funny enough, my wife and I have been talking about possibly getting Scarlet for her to play because she's been kind of interested. We spent a weekend at a friend's house and uh, they had a PS5 there and one of the kids was playing God of War and my wife was just watching and I could just see something like gears spinning in her head. And now uh, cut to today, she is playing Kingdom Hearts on my Xbox and so I knew she's like she's got the bug, man. Like, and now she's thinking about getting the new Pokemon game because we have two switches. So there's a switch for her to play and a switch for me. So pretty stoked on that. Um, but yeah, so really, the playing Pokemon's been the only thing that I've been doing for the past forever. And I haven't really been reading too much uh, comics or anything. I have been reading some manga. There's one that I've been reading that I've really enjoyed. It's a little slice of life, kind of funny story, and it's called, um, so it has a TV drama now that is called Map to Our Wedding, but the manga, let me see if I can find it here, is Are You Really Getting Married, is the, uh, the manga, but Map to Our Wedding is the live-action drama, which is a, a Japanese drama over on Amazon Prime Video right now. So I'm, I'm watching that because I've fallen in love with the manga, and I thought it was going to wrap up. It, it was like 91 chapters in, and I was like, oh, that's plenty of time for this seemingly fairly innocent story to just kind of play out, have a little bit of drama, and then like work itself out. Here I am, after reading chapter 91. Oh no, we just dropped another major bomb. <laughs> and so, it, it's a cute story, man. And without giving away too much, what happens is these two salespeople who work for like a travel agency or like an, an event booking place, uh, they, they find out that their company is going to be sending someone to um, be the branch manager of a new location that's going to be in Russia Basically, no one wants to go, so someone who has no ties to Japan is going to be sent off. And typically, that's, you know, single people and no relationships or stuff like that. And there's these two people who live fairly solitarily, well, I say fairly, very solitary lives. One, uh, a woman who loves maps and loves, like, buying maps and pretending she's traveling and stuff. And then a man who has a cat that he's taken care of it's like his only friend and they both both basically have social anxiety and things like that they don't want to go so they come up with a plan to pretend to get married so that way neither of them have to be sent off to russia and they can just stay in their individual lives but things get twisted and things get almost out of hand and it's just kind of funny to see where this story goes and how their relationship 
uh, changes from one of a mutual understanding to uh, something bigger and which I love and it's it's fun it's a romance it's also a slice of life it's just great you know and so that's really the only thing that I've been reading and I, I love every bit of it I love the uh, I say animation the uh, drawing the artwork on it's really fantastic and it's just adorable man both characters are adorable the man and the woman and the side the tertiary characters are also fun as well our secondary characters what do you want to call them other than that, though, today we're going to be talking a shit ton about my initial thoughts on Pokemon Violet. I guess Scarlet can be intertwined in here because they are tip pretty much the same game. So yeah, the new Pokemon game, uh, what I think about it compared to other stuff, and the like. As far as any small town drama is concerned, because trust me, I, I love all the little tidbits, the tea and all that stuff. We call it the Texas tea. Um, really not that much, man. Really, it's been people complaining about Subway. We have three of them, and one of them has to be the worst, right? And it's always, I don't know, someone's experience is always the worst experience they've ever had in their life. And like the last three times they've done, it's been the worst experience of their life, and they want to shoot themselves, basically. And everyone's like, well, I don't understand. They're always great when I get there. I, I don't know, man. Like... For me, every place in this town is hit or miss, you know, like some days it's decent where they didn't mess up my order. And the other days, you know, you just throw away what you ordered and go to McDonald's because at least you can put up with their little chopped onions. Like, I don't know. Like, that's how I am when I eat here. Um, someone making fun of the roundabout that's being built because you have to make fun of the roundabout because they're like this town has never heard of a roundabout until we started to build one and they're like well why would we build a roundabout we already have a, sh a light there well people are still dying with a light so they're gonna try something new and now you want to shit on the something new even though it's not finished yet and like people just want to complain that's how it goes here in a small town people just want to complain they complain about the windmills they complain about the sunset they complain about the christmas parade they just i hate people and we also have like 10 pizza restaurants all of a sudden. I don't know where that came from. I'm pretty sure half of them are laundering money. Who knows? <laughs> like there's this one Italian restaurant that has probably changed names three to four times within the last year and gone through, I, I'm assuming different owners, but it's probably the same owners just trying to evade taxes. I don't know. It's crazy, but they got really good pizza. I've had it and it's fucking fantastic. So I can't complain too much. Um, but yeah, that's really all that's been going on with uh, the small town drama, um, which is not much, man. People have been pretty tame, I guess, for the holiday seasons, like, got more important stuff to worry about. I don't know. With that being said, let's move on to my initial thoughts on Pokemon Violet. <laughs> All right, guys, so this is final. I know I said it about Pokemon Legends Arceus, but this is finally the Pokemon game that I've been waiting for. Or so I thought. <laughs> but no, this is a mainline Pokemon game, um, which I thought Pokemon Legends Arceus or Arceus was too. So I'm a little confused on that. Um, but yeah, so I guess... Not counting Legends, the one before this was, what, Sword and Shield? Which I played Shield, I believe, and 
it was okay. You know, it touted that it had an open world area aspect to it in Shield, where you know you go into like I guess it was like the wild area. Or I can't remember what it was, but you could fully rotate the camera around, walk wherever you want, encounter Pokemon that you could see visually. So it was kind of cool and really nice, but it just it wasn't the full experience. Then you get Pokemon Legends, which has different regions that you can open world walk around in but to travel between the regions you still had to like go back to your home village like fast travel to your home village and then fast travel to the new region there was no seamlessly walking in between the regions and which while it was wasn't perfect it was pretty damn good you know like it was fun um the levels weren't were big without being too massive um, but sometimes, I don't know, sometimes it felt sparse, but I think that's why they kept most of the maps fairly small, so that way you never felt like you were, like, in nothing, basically. Pokemon Violet, the, the new uh, Violet and Scarlet series, is a huge open world uh, canvas, if you will, of Pokemon Madness that is both exhilarating and frustrating. <laughs> That's the best way that I can describe the open world aspect of this game. Um, first things first, I am enjoying the hell out of myself playing Pokemon Violet. It, like I said, it's everything I've wanted in an open world Pokemon game. It is engaging. I'm enjoying the story so far and... Uh, I, like I'm just so caught up with the new Pokemon and some of the old old ones that I remember and getting to level up and move about the story like that that's really where I'm at with the game you know I haven't really had a chance to explore much or experience too much but I, I I'm getting my bearings straight and, and that's kind of what I feel is kind of insane about this game is just trying to get your bearings um because there is no hand-holding here. There's no leading you to say, all right, hey, you go to this gym, your next gym's going to be over here, and then you should hit this gym over here. Like It's not like, you know, the good old days, Pokemon Red and Blue, where there was a clear goal, a very linear path on how to uh, combat and move about the gyms. I, I say f maybe for two or three of them, where you could actually split off and do different gyms at a different time, but... That, that's not here in this game. It is completely open world. If I want to go like west first and then north after that and then back south and like that, I can. You know, there's nothing keeping me from going whatever direction I want to go except for Pokemon levels where if I happen to stumble across a Pokemon that is too high level for me, uh-oh. <laughs> like I need to turn around. And that's only happened to me once. And that was because I was really trying to rush through an area instead of taking my time and leveling up. And after I did take my time and leveled up, everything moved perfectly. So, you know, not that big of a deal. Uh, one of the things I have really enjoyed, though, is just... Like, I don't even... Like, maybe the maze-like land that, like, that you're on like there's just some crazy places there's some beautiful plains and hills and like it's just i think the landscape itself is well crafted and 
the walking paths are enjoyable and kind of get zany in some places where you're like, oh, do I walk up here to walk up there? But that's part of the fun of it and part of the exploring aspect of it. And I'm trying to think of just all the good things that I could say because, spoiler alert, there is a lot wrong with this game. <laughs> and I'm sure people have heard about all the things that are wrong with the new Pokemon games, but I'm trying to find the things that are right with it. Um, I guess we just do a little, little good and a little bad. So, like, you know, talking about the landscape, talking about the world and the, the open worldness of it all, like I said... I love that it's open world. I love where you're going to go. I very much also hate that because I don't know what to do. I'm just kind of moving along. The only reason why I'm in any sort of direction that I am in now is because I decided, well, you have three options. Let's let's get that out of the way first. You can either, and you can do all of them too. Like That's an option too, but you, you have three missions in this game one of them is to beat all the pokemon gems to uh, go to i guess the pokemon league and fight the elite four that's one mission you have a mission to uh, fight all the titans and the mystery behind the titans that's uh, mission number two and then your third mission is to fight all of these uh, team star bases that are around the map and to figure out i guess what they're up to and try to keep them from doing whatever it is they're trying to do. I haven't done, I've only fought in one team star base. And so I don't really know too much of what's going on there. I have faced two Titans. Sorry, I burped a little bit. And I've realized uh, fighting the Titans is what gives your mobile Pokemon upgrades. So you get a Pokemon that you can ride on and it can jump and I think it can fly and swim and do other things. But when you first get him at the beginning of the game, you can just ride on him. He doesn't really do much, doesn't go fast, doesn't really jump high or anything. But through upgrades, you get like right now I have two upgrades. So I have a dash so I can go faster and then I have a jump higher. So now I can jump higher and reach different places that I couldn't before. And so doing the Titan quest seems to give you upgrades for that. And then, of course, fighting gems uh, allows you to um, battle and train higher level Pokemon. So while you have three quests that you can do, you kind of want to do them simultaneously if you want to, um, you know, proper. You, like you have to battle gems. If you want to raise Pokemon, you got to fight gems. And so that that is pretty much your your main focus is to level up. And so I guess fighting gyms is the first thing you do, but I don't know how the gyms scale level wise. I haven't figured that out. I've just, thankfully I've always been at the perfect level to fight gyms. Maybe they scale with you on level. I don't know. And I haven't figured that out. And no one that I've seen has mentioned anything like that or done different routes than I, well, I haven't really to keep from getting spoiled. I have, kept myself from watching any kind of gameplay and any kind of footage like that so there's a lot that i don't know because i'm choosing not to know about it until i come across it so that, that's one aspect of this game that's difficult to understand and to figure out but like i said i'm enjoying it and i just so happen to right now have great leveling with my pokemon my team um it's all very balanced and with like with newer Pokemon games, it's not so much a grind now to 
you know, level up your Pokemon. All your Pokemon get experience when one fights. As long as they're not fainted and, and as long as they're a part of your battle party, they're going to get experience just like everyone else. I mean, they get less experience than the Pokemon that is doing the battling, but they gain experience, which helps level up Pokemon on your bench so you don't have to grind Pokemon individually. Some people miss that aspect of Pokemon. I don't because I just don't have the time for it anymore. So being able to level up Pokemon on the bench while I'm just powering up my main squeeze, that is how I prefer it because I'm an old man and I'm it's just it's just how things are for me <laughs> um legends could do that sword and shield i believe did that i don't remember it, i didn't haven't played a game before sword and shield so i don't know what it was like before then um one cool aspect that they've added or like mechanic that they've added is allowing your pokemon to travel beside you so like with the click of like the right bumper you can send out one of your po your it's your first Pokemon in your party, and they will run around. They will battle other Pokemon, gaining experience. They will pick up items for you, and I think they gain experience doing that. And they can just follow you around, which is a lot of fun and pretty cute to see. I wish you could have more Pokemon do that instead of just one at a time, but it's pretty fun, you know, and it's a, a quick way. Like, they don't earn as much experience fighting Pokemon that way, but it makes for a quick way to... You just explore the map while your buddy walks behind you fighting and gaining experience. So that's a pretty cool thing that I really like and enjoy. Um, I, I think the thing I don't like is just, like I said, there's just no direction, man. So there's a lot of just openness where you'll be walking around and sometimes you get lucky and there's like, oh, there's an item over here, which is really cool. Or there's someone to battle. But then there's sometimes where you just walk somewhere for no reason. <laughs> like it feels like, like, yeah, there's some items on the ground, but really you just kind of rambled around and really just didn't find anything, you know? And I think the other thing that this game does not do as well as Legends did is the Pokédex. Like, yeah, the Pokédex is cool and there's tons of Pokémon, but Legends had this aspect about its pokedex where you you know you could do research on a pokemon and to do that research you had to either battle it so many times have it do certain moves and stuff like that so it made fighting the same pokemon over and over again in an area entertaining and have value to it now there's not like i catch one pokemon um like a Lechonk, for example. It's a little pig Pokemon. It's like one of the first Pokemons you see in the game. And you can catch it. And then that's it. You have that Pokemon. Your Pokedex is updated. And bada bing, bada boom, done. Like, I guess you could, like, hunt for one that has the best base stats possible. But you can also just give it items to raise its base stats to a max thing. So there's no reason for me to continue to fight Lechonks or catcher capture Lechonks because I don't gain anything from it. I don't gain experience stuff for doing things with them or, or anything like, so that's one aspect I miss from like, actually there's a lot of aspects from legends that I miss that aren't in this game. Um, one of the big, and like, it makes me think we're, is it even the same team developing these games or is it different teams? Did they not talk to each other? Like I get legends came out, what last year no no i think it was 2020 when legends came out if i'm not mistaken or maybe it was 2021 
but like could they just not add these mechanics to this game in time but if you look at the game now and if you've seen anything online you know this game looks unfinished as fuck like everything's glitchy in the background people are uh, glitching through maps and falling to endless bottom pits of despair and pokemon look janky as hell and they like the battle uh, there's just so much wrong with this game graphically and like just other things that make it so terrible and so horrible and then like you have a game like pokemon legends which i clowned on the graphics for that but now i'm wishing i was back to that because at least it was better put together than what pokemon violet is in all honesty now to be fair this could probably all be fixed with patch updates and things like that and i i fully expect that to happen and i I can't wait it didn't happen with legends but it might happen with this pokemon since it's a quote-unquote mainline game we'll see but I don't know. Like I said, it's. It, I can look past the graphics. I can look past the jankiness of some of the Pokemon in the background. But, man, I really miss some quality of life things that Arceus gave us that are not found in Violet or Scarlet. Um, mainly the, the... I don't know why they did away with this, but you can no longer just sneak up on a Pokemon and throw a Pokeball to catch them. Like, you have to initiate a battle sequence first where and then you can capture a pokemon which i think is bullshit like in a real world if i snuck up on a pokemon close enough to throw a pokeball at it i should very damn well be able to do that in this game right and if i could do it in legends why can't i do it in here i've looked online apparently this is a theme with the pokemon company or game freak whatever you want to call them where they just take all the good things from one game and leave them out in the next game because fuck you (laughs) Like, I don't know how else to put it. Like, it just, it seems like you get screwed every time there's a new game. When they come up with a great mechanic that everyone seems to be, like, a fan of, they just do away with it for no reason. I guess it's, they got your money, they're going to get your money again. And despite everyone and all the bad reviews and things with Pokemon Violent Scarlet, this thing has pushed so many copies as, like, the best-selling game in the world, like, because they know us. They know we're going to buy a new Pokemon. They know we're going to get hyped for this shit. They know how hyped we were to try to get this shit. And still, I cannot get Breath of the Wild with a Pokemon skin. Like, I just still can't. You give me the closest thing you could, and it still falls, like, miles short, kilometers short, whatever you want to use. Light years short of what this game should be by now, and it's not. And that's what's very frustrating about these games and and. and like I still you say this like with salt with a grain of salt like I still am enjoying the fuck out of this game do not get me wrong but I am very critical of this game criticizing it because I love it so much this game does not live up to the expectations that I have had for it or that with the current technology and progression and graphics and gaming Pokemon drastically underperforms on what it should be able to accomplish. I've seen games. I've seen way better games. Dude, even fucking, what is it? Um, Fantasy Star Online New Genesis, like, is a a massive game that, like, it's a free-to-play shithole of a game, but it's still better than this. Like, (laughs) I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm trying not to be upset. 
with all that being said, though, I'm still having fun because it's still Pokemon. That's the thing. At the heart of this game, despite all of its flaws, despite all the things it does wrong, and despite all the good things that it decided to throw away and for who God knows what, at its heart, it is still a Pokemon title. It is still you, six of whatever cute little creatures you decided to take on this adventure, and battling, and going to gyms, and finding out this story i think the thing for me that is keeping me engaged and keeping me from completely writing this game off is the stories um the gym stuff is fun because one the gym characters are just so intriguing they're so eccentric they're so different. They, their personalities and everything are so different from each other that I'm loving that. I'm enjoying that. And I'm having a blast getting to discover who my next gym leader is going to be against. One aspect that they've added that I haven't played yet in a Pokemon game is like these little gym challenges that they do beforehand. And they're different. They're fun. They're little mini games that you do before you get just have to battle. And in a lot of these mini games, they take a little pause for a battle break. So you still get to like battle like you did in normal gyms. But you get to do this interesting little mini game. Like the first gym I did was a again, uh, what was it? The bug gym. And you had to push like this olive, like a giant olive around a maze. And you could choose to like do shortcuts but you had to fight against people to do the shortcut or you could have avoided them by going the long way around and of course i wanted to just battle everyone so i did the shortcuts to battle people and it was a lot of fun uh the second gym i did i had to go find a bunch of like sunflora that were hidden around the city and corral them and take them to a sunflora pen and then in the third gym i did what did we do um it was like a where's Waldo with the secure like the city's security camera, and like the gym leader was a YouTuber or like a, a popular streamer, so you were a part of their stream, and so that was fun and engaging and like reflected the personality of the gym leaders that you're fighting against, you know, and that's a lot of fun. Um, the storyline with Team Star, I don't know too much about. I've only done one base, so I don't really. I, I think I I think I know what's happening. I don't want to spoil it for you guys, and I think it's going to be a little touching. Like, I think it's going to be, like, Team Star, I don't think it's going to be the evil that they appear to be, or that people are making them out to be. I think they're going to be more misunderstood than anything else. The story that has gotten to me, and it happened with the second Titan, is the Titan storyline, because you're involved with this guy named, well, I say involved, you you uh, meet up with this kid named Arvin, who basically gave you the Pokemon that you can ride around on because he had no desire for it or didn't understand it and basically just was not interested in it. But he's interested in having you help him with these Titan Pokemon and collecting these herbs. And you do the first one, he gets the herb, he makes a sandwich, and the sandwich is what gives your your ride-along buddy its boost. So you go to the second one, he gets his boost, and then he kind of like, hey, I kind of want another sandwich, like the Pokemon is. And then that's when Arvin like loses his shit, and you're like, whoa, like this is more than just you being mad at this Pokemon, because at first it just seemed like he was frustrated at this little weird Pokemon he gives you, but you realize that there's something deeper with it. Like there's like 
there's a different motivation of why Arvin is the way he is. And when he reveals that to you and, and you realize why he's doing what he's doing and the reasons it, for me, it tugged very hard at my heartstrings. It made me very upset in a, in a way I did not think a Pokemon game would make me upset, but it had me so intrigued in the storyline now and it has me push wanting to push forward with the titans quicker because i think arvin's storyline is going to mean more to me than any other thing that i'm going to do in this game and that's where pokemon violet and scarlet like gets its pluses from me if it wasn't for the crappy like like you know what i can deal with the graphics like i said like, but if it wasn't for the fact that I can't stealth catch Pokemon or just, like I said, the quality of life things that I got with Pokemon Legends, if I could have just had them over here on top of this game, I, I think this would, like, if it was just a graphics issue, this game would be scoring eights and nines, probably even tens in some circles. Uh, right now, the average seems to be about sevens, uh, like a, a seven out of ten. Which I can see that. Honestly, for me, it sits a little bit lower, probably a six out of ten, and it's only a six because the stories that like the storylines are starting to get very interesting, and I'm starting to see why these things are very popular. Maybe by the end of the game, I will increase my rating for it, but for now, I sit very cautiously at a six out of ten. For these Pokemon games. Um, I don't know if it's so much the nostalgia of it. And being in an open world. That makes me happy. But like I said. There's just a lot that I wish they would have kept from Legends. That would make the game more engaging. And I think the quality of life of the game better. Because like I said. I don't see. I don't have a reason to improve on my Pokedex. Or make my Pokedex better. Or completed for that matter like unless i just want to be a completionist you know but in legends having to do the research to unlock things and stuff like that 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 made things interesting that made filling out your pokedex interesting and i feel like you lose that in this game i feel like the catching aspect you lose in this game uh the battling's fun the camera angles are they could be better um it's fun because you can move the camera around which you could do in legends but it's like you're so spaced far apart in some instances and the camera wasn't won't back out so you can't see everything so there's sometimes where you can't even see your pokemon while you're battling or you have to turn the camera around where you can't see the enemy pokemon while you're battling and it, it just that gets difficult and frustrating um the raids are fun. The whole Terra forms, where our crystal terratilization forms, I forget what it what it's exactly called, but it's like these crystallized forms that give your Pokemon an extra uh, type. Uh, if it, but I mean, it can be the same type that your Pokemon originally is. You know, like grass, water, fire, all that. Or the Terra form could be a new type, so you could have like a Bulbasaur, which is a grass type, with a fire Terra terrorization so now it's a fire type bulbasaur and you can i think you can teach it a fire type move and like the terra type gets a boost so if you taught a bulbasaur a fire type move with its terra type he gets a boosted fire 
attack, which is kind of cool and kind of interesting and can change how you look at some Pokemon based on their Terra types. And there's raids throughout the map and they show you on the map. So it's not like they just come up out of nowhere, but they'll show you like, hey, there's a, a like an ice raid or a steel raid or a dragon raid. You don't know what Pokemon it's going to be, but you know what its Terra type's going to be. So it can it's kind of fun to do those. And that's what I've really been enjoying is doing these little raids to get new Terraform Pokemon and try to do some interesting combinations with those. Um but I, that, that's pretty much it, man. Like, that's where I'm at in this game. I'm three gems in, two titans, and one star base. I think there's five titans, five star bases, and eight gems. So, you know, there's a lot more gems to do uh, than anything else. But I'm, I'm, I'm here, man. Like, I'm, I'm getting a grasp for the game. I'm starting to enjoy it. I'm starting to love it. Um, I, I am able to look beyond the issues with the game for now. Um and I'm, I'm excited to finish it, man. Some people say it doesn't take that long to finish, but they don't realize I don't get that very long to play it. So <laughs> when I do play it, I, I try to just spend as much time as possible playing the game. Um, today, not not so much. I'm just recording a podcast, but uh, maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow I'll stream some more. Um, I've been having fun with the stream. People have been coming by and watching it. Uh, yesterday I got like newbie rated. So like a bunch of people, or I say a bunch of people, but... Like a little raid team joined my Twitch stream. Some people were talking to me. Some were giving me advice and hints on what to do. So that was a lot of fun, and it felt like a, a shared experience. Speaking of shared experiences, this game does have an online mode where you can play with four friends, and you guys can travel around. I haven't done that yet. I'm scared. I don't really have many friends online. So... Um, I don't know how that's going to work out. Maybe I'll try it on the end game portion, uh, like after I finish, because like I don't want to take away from me exploring, and I'm scared that if I have people playing with me, they're going to really direct where I go in the story, and I don't want that to happen. Like I want to organically do it myself, and not be strung along by someone else or pulled along by someone else. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much it, guys. I know I keep saying that's pretty much it and then finding new things to talk about. But I think that's the last thing that I can talk about with Pokemon Violet. Um, Overall, I'm enjoying it. And I think that's the main point of the game. You know, we look at tons of games out there that have subpar graphics or just different levels of graphics and we each find things to enjoy about them and that's kind of where i am with pokemon even though its issues with the graphics are not that oh it's just bad graphics it's like oh it's like corrupt (laughs) like it's it's that bad um but i'm enjoying it and i i continue to enjoy it i wouldn't be playing it as much as i do if i didn't enjoy it so there that is my review of pokemon violet it's got issues. It's like, you know, it's the black sheep of the family right now. But maybe, just maybe, it will blossom. Like, it's a caterpie. Maybe it just needs to, you know, metapod, metamorphosize into a beautiful butterfree. And they can only do that with updates and patch fixes and things like that. So hopefully that happens and we get the perfect Pokemon game that we deserve. As Pokemon fans, we deserve a way better game than what we are given here in Pokemon Violet and Scarlet. But it's still fun. <laughs> and I hate that it's still fun. Even like because I know I deserve better. This is this is like being in an abusive relationship, is what this is. Because you know you deserve better. Like you 
you you see how bad you're being treated and you know that it's not right but man you fight so hard for the things that you enjoy about the other person and you're willing to look past all the horrible things because like i don't know you were high school sweethearts or something like that's what playing a pokemon game feels like nowadays it's just an abusive relationship <laughs> All right, but I'm going to let you guys go. Thank you so much for listening to the Small Town Nerdcast and just being a fan and being a part of this. Uh, Like I said, please follow me on all social media. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook. Everything is at Small Town Nerdcast, except Twitter, which is SM Town Nerdcast. You can also find me on Hive now, which is a new social media platform, and that is at Small Town Nerd. Uh, no cast i'm pretty sure that's how it is yeah small town nerd so you can find me over there i'm posting on there um instagram everything else and then also on tiktok uh you know what am i on tiktok i thought i was small town nerdcast but i might be bri-fi podcast let's let's go over here real quick i am at bri-fi podcast on tiktok until i can change that and i don't know if i can change that i have what is this oh some people have viewed me that's cool anywho um and then also don't forget about twitch.tv slash small town nerdcast you can follow me there follow all my streams and follow my past videos and then over on youtube that yeah another place that you can find me if you just uh search on youtube small town nerdcast you can find my videos where i post game highlights and stuff you can see me first starting with pokemon violent scarlet and me just poking fun at the game and uh and just having fun with it too so uh, that's definitely a good place to go but that's it for this week thank you guys so much for listening to me and we will see you guys next week bri out <laughs>